Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday, the 2nd of June, 2022. Second day of winter here in the Macedon Ranges. And I've got to say, an absolutely beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky, sun is shining, uh, not a breath of wind, but you can cut the air with a knife. It is that cold. And it's probably, just checking my Apple Watch right now, it is about 5 degrees Celsius. So um, uh, very cold but a beautiful day to be alive. And second podcast in a row this week, having had a hiatus, which I referred to yesterday. So um, back in the seat, getting back to developing some momentum and uh, got lots to talk about over the next uh, X number of uh, episodes. When I say X, it could be exponential. I don't know how many I'm going to do because there's always things that come in, but my intention is to get back into the rhythm of four to five episodes per week and continuing to add value to you and your sales team. Uh, so in today's episode, I referred yesterday to a couple of topics that I'm going to talk about, and today it's going to be all about your leadership shadow. Now, yesterday it was all about talking around complacency and hoping that as leaders, we do not allow complacency to creep in because we know that there's always going to be peaks and troughs in performance, and the biggest uh, killer of sustained high performance, in fact, is the level of complacency. So as leaders, we've got a responsibility to our team, but also to ourselves and certainly to our business, not to let it creep in because uh, as soon as that happens, what we'll start to see is a dip in performance and and often it becomes a bit of a plateau where it uh, ends up being a cliff and the performance dips significantly. Now, one of the key things about that is is understanding uh, what our standing is in the organization within the team and also within the industry around our own leadership. What sort of an example are we setting? So today I want to delve into your leadership shadow, and it's some work they've been doing with a number of organizations, and I'm doing a leadership program for a large Australian organization at the moment, and did a conference for them a couple of weeks ago where we talked about this topic in the context of their organization, in the context of the of the leaders within that organization, just bringing their awareness around the impressions they're creating, and therefore the leadership shadow that they're casting every single day. One of the things we spoke about, and this is this is something that's probably relevant to pretty much every business and every leader within every business, and that is that change is inevitable. Now, despite uh, obviously sometimes our, our results wanting to continue to go on the upward trajectory, uh, there's going to be some things that happen that are either within your control or often outside of your control, which forces change upon you, and it's inevitable. And as, t- as leaders, we need to understand that it's critical that we understand and embrace change, and we continue to adapt to it. So one of the things I often talk about with leaders is this concept of behavioral flexibility and, and having the adaptability and flexibility to be able to adjust your style, sometimes to be able to adjust your strategy, and certainly to adjust your attitude based on situations that happen in front of you. And having that flexibility can uh, only enhance what we're going to talk about today in terms of your leadership shadow. So often a question I ask leaders, and I asked this question of this at the conference a couple of weeks ago, is what is your leadership shadow. And it's it's interesting that not many people have actually heard of a concept of leadership shadow, but it's a really, really simple concept. And when you understand this and appreciate that, as we've always talked about, your team is always watching your every move. And your leadership shadow is essentially, when it comes down to it, is the impression that you are leaving 
on others. Now, be a role model. And we always talk about the fact that as leaders, you're being watched. You're being watched like a hawk and your team is watching what you're doing. They're also watching what you're not doing. They're also listening for what you're saying and listening to what you're not saying. And all of that in their mind is creating an impression that you are a certain type of leader. Are you a person who has credibility? Are you a person who is reliable? Are you a person who can be trusted? And are you a person that genuinely is interested in your team? Because remember, your team is asking three fundamental questions of you all the time. And this is constantly happening. First and foremost is, do you care about me as an individual? Do you care about me as a person, not just as a person within your team, but as a human being? Or am I just a uh, am I just a subordinate? Am I just somebody who is going to be used to get what, what it is that you want or used to get the results for the business? So do you genuinely care about me is the first question people are going to ask you. The second question is, can you help me? So as a leader, are you there to help your team? Can you genuinely remove obstacles? Can you genuinely make it easier for people to do things they need to do? Can you make it easier for them to be motivated? Uh, and do you create an in- environment that is inspirational for those people to actually become motivated. So can you help them? Now, it could be helping them with the development of levels of competency. It could be helping them with introductions to certain people. It could be a whole host of things. But that's the second question people are asking you, and that is, can you help me? And the third question is probably the most important one is, can I trust you? Now, when you think about your leadership shadow, all of those things come into the equation because leadership shadow really When I look at it, it's about being the role model. It's about the impressions that I'm creating every single day. Do I walk the talk? Do I set a great example? Am I fully conscious of the fact that my actions are probably going to be speaking a lot louder than the words that I speak? And this is where the impressions become really, really important. And one of the things I've I've spoken to this team about, and I speak to leaders all the time about, is creating an impression of increase with every single person that you come into contact with. And that's not just your direct team, it's your customers, key stakeholders, potential customers, senior executives, friends, family, loved ones, everybody. If that is an attitude you have where every single conversation you have and every interaction you have with a person is you are intentionally trying to create that impression of increase, what that is going to do is it's going to result in that person having a better feeling about the interaction with you. It won't necessarily be uh, they'll feel better about you, but they'll certainly feel better about having had that interaction to the point where uh, they'll probably want to have another conversation with you or will think more highly of you uh, when they're speaking to other people. And this is a fantastic example of your leadership shadow. Now, often people talk about legacy as well. So another, another, I guess, component of this is to think about what is the legacy that you're leaving your team. When you end up leaving, how how long and how far will your shadow be cast? So really, this is about uh, not just your immediate impact you're having on your team, so how, how much is your influence extending, but it's also the legacy that you're leaving. And I love the adage of footprints in the, in the sand and people following footprints. Going and following the footprints of people who have been before you, if you're actually casting a really big leadership shadow, it's going to make it a lot easier for people to have uh, replicability, sustainability, and to follow a system that your, I guess, your imprimatur, if you like, or the impact you've had on your team will continue long after you have left. Uh, and that, from a leadership point of view, says a great thing because as long as you've put in a fantastic, uh, positive, optimistic, and empowering leadership shadow and legacy, then the performance of the team will continue to increase even though you may have moved on. So when we talk about this, and I want to challenge you today to think about your own leadership shadow. How far is your leadership shadow being cast? Is it a really shallow one? 
that people don't necessarily trust you as well as you would hope they would be. Uh, they don't feel as if you genuinely care about them. And one of the reasons for that could be that you don't spend enough time with them. And I see a lot of leaders doing this and they lead by absence. They lead by sitting in their offices and not spending time and being visible with their team. That is one of the surefire ways of creating a really shallow, short leadership shadow. Now, the other thing about this, of course, is often we are the products of our environment and we have been conditioned by the environment, but also the people who we have been influenced by and followed in our own career as well. And as I reflect back on my own career, one of the things that I shared with this group a couple of weeks ago was that for the first two years before I became a sales manager, I spent uh, two years acting as if I was a sales manager. Now, I didn't have the title. There was a couple of opportunities where I was able to step up and do a bit of a secondment, but they were only like a three or four, maybe six weeks secondment. But every single conversation I had, every single document that I wrote, and everything that I did was through the lenses of a sales leader and how would a sales leader think and how would a sales leader act in that particular situation. So I had a lot of models to observe. Now, I've got to say that I had some very, very great positive role models to observe. And from that, I took a lot of great leadership philosophies and inputs and obviously approaches to leadership, which I've carried on today and continued to develop. But also I was able to observe people who weren't so great, whose leadership shadow wasn't as as big, who also taught me some valuable lessons about what not to do. And one of the key ones was not genuinely caring about your people is a big, big mistake. Not being visible with your people is also a big, big mistake. So when you think about your career, when you think about what you've achieved so far and, and looking back on the people who have influenced you, both from a positive standpoint and also a not so positive standpoint, just reflect on what it is about those people and what is it, what is it about them that they've taught you in relation to concepts, philosophies, approaches, uh, strategies, because that is a classic example of how far their leadership shadow is extending upon you. And one of the key things I'm going to challenge you today on is thinking about, if you have not done this exercise, start sit down and think about what are the four to five words that you would like others to use in order to describe you. Now, it might be a, a, a challenging exercise because you might actually say, well, there's 10 or 12 or 15 words that I like to have people describe me with. But what it's designed to do is really hone in on if I can come up with four to five words and if I can build some consistency around these words and really build it into a methodology or a philosophy, it's going to make it a lot more easier for me to be more intentional about my leadership and therefore have a lot more control over how far my leadership shadow will be cast. So the other thing to do as well is is uh, ask your team about this as well. So once you've come up with the four to five words, just stress test it with your team and get them to describe you and even share with them the words that you've used to describe yourself. And if there's a match, fantastic. If there's a bit of a mismatch, then at least you've got something to work on in terms of gaps so that over a period of time, you can build some consistency around those words, build a methodology and a philosophy, and for all intents and purposes, get a position where your leadership shadow will actually become reality because it becomes more intentional. So in order to help you do that, there are four components that are making up the leadership shadow. So it's divided into four key quadrants. The first one is, what is it that I say? So how is it that I frame situations and how is it that I frame issues? What sort of context do I set? Uh, What is it that I actually emphasize and what is it that I repeat over and over and over again? So obviously there's gonna be some things you're gonna say, Are you building some consistency in your conversations? Are you building some consistencies in your approach? So the first key element is, what am I saying? So in order for those four to five words to come to life, just be really conscious of what is it that I'm saying? What are the impacts 
of my comments on other people. So what am I saying? The second one is how do I act? So what are you doing and how are you acting? These are all about the behaviors and the relationships that you form. So what is the impact of your behavior on others? And this really points into your level of emotional intelligence. Are you aware of your behaviors and how your behaviors are impacting on other people? So can you read the play? So we often hear the fact that people um, people are judged by their actions, probably more so than judged by the words that they say, because often the actions through the body language and the physiology uh, has a much higher impact in terms of communication than simply the words that we speak. So be really, really mindful when, it, when you're thinking about these words is, okay, whatever the word is, what are the actions that are going to be consistent with that word so that there's a message that's very clear and very intentional to not just my team, but everybody that I come into contact with. So how is it that I'm acting? The third quadrant is what, what, is, it, what is it that I'm prioritizing? So what are the disciplines I've got in place? What are the routines that I put in place? Um, how do I interact with different people and who is it that I'm interacting with people as well? So what are we saying and doing that are important? Are we actually going to meetings when we don't have to go to meetings? Are we very diligent with the use of our time? What are we prioritizing in terms of, am I managing upwards or am I prioritizing time with my team? Because remember, your team are watching you. So if we actually start to prioritize managing upwards at the expense of managing our team and prioritizing time with our team, then that can cast a very interesting shadow in the eyes of our team. So what is it that we are prioritizing? And the last one is what is it that I'm measuring? So how, what is it that I'm measuring in terms of driving accountability? What sort of recognition do I give to my team? What sort of rewards do I give to my team? So how are we measuring success? How do you know you've been successful? Have we sat down at the beginning of the year, beginning of the week, beginning of the month, and clearly define what success looks like? So we actually have a roadmap to follow that provides certainty for our team and certainly certainty for other parts of the business as well. So what is it that we're measuring? So they're the four key components that uh, make up the leadership shadow. How am I, what am I saying? How am I acting? What am I prioritizing? And what am I measuring? So when you're sitting down and thinking about those four to five words, think about those words as being your GPS. Constantly checking in with yourself, but also checking in with your team in terms of, okay, this is my intention. This is what I'm trying to create. This is what success looks like. Am I being consistent with those? Now, do that as a self-reflection, but also do that in a direct uh, reflection from your team, your direct stakeholders, but also key stakeholders who are in your sphere of influence just to make sure you're on track because all of those will enable you to stay on track and be very intentional with how long and how far your leadership shadow will be cast. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, Why is it important? Well, uh, it's important because as leaders, particularly in 2022 and beyond, we must continue to build our emotional intelligence muscle because more and more people are becoming more and more uh, attuned into uh, things that are not necessarily just about bits and bytes and results. They're in tune to a lot of other things. So as leaders, we have to continue to evolve, which means we have to be very conscious of the impressions we are creating. So if you're, in, you're continually focusing on creating that impression of increase and doing all the intentional things and being very clear on the four to five key words you'd like to have people describe you of, and then being mindful of the four quadrants in terms of what you say, how you act, what you prioritize, and what you measure, then you stack the odds in your favor to be in a very, very strong position to cast a leadership shadow that is going to be very, very long indeed. And that's the whole intention, because if you can create that leadership shadow that's long, therefore create a legacy, then your team and your business is going to be in very, very good hands. And guess what? That will ultimately lead 
to long-term sustainable results, which is exactly what we're here to do. So I hope that message resonates and hits the mark and can assist you in being a little bit more intentional on creating better impressions and therefore having a positive impact on how far your leadership shadow is cast. So if that resonates with you, love to have a conversation with you. And if you're looking for some help to help you become an exceptional sales leader, let's jump on a call and have a conversation. Love the opportunity of working with you one-on-one and helping you drive your leadership to an entirely new level. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com. We'll have a conversation, set up a uh, set up a, a roadmap, a plan, and get to work straight away and executing that and getting you well on your way to be an exceptional sales leader. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.